Thanks for tuning in to Starting Eleven on the Let's Get Ready Network, the place for coverage of all the things you love. On this feed, we debate and discuss the NFL, the NHL, the English Premier League, pro tennis tours, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon on patreon.com slash LGR underscore network. And please leave a rating and a review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Starting Eleven here on the Let's Get Ready Network. I'm Adelia. That's my buddy Snark, and the Premier League's back. We yes. have had matches this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, week one is in the books, and uh, we're here to discuss it all. But Snark, we are not alone. Oh boy, uh, we are joined by uh, one of our our favorite guests, uh, the one, the only Ferris Muthana. <laughs> I'm gonna need a day off. I think I call Ferris. How's everybody doing? A man who needs no introduction, but, ins- but insists on one. He insists on one. Anyway. Yeah, I'm right. I do. Not a boy. <laughs> oh, 10 games. 10 games. And uh, refereeing didn't even let us down once. No, not at all. Not at all. They let us down a lot in some, some of these games. These guys had one job. They were literally two minutes away from not screwing up this entire week. And, well, we'll talk about that match when we get to it. Closer to the end. But we start way back now. Way back to Friday. And Burnley comes in, uh, having won the championship. Uh, uh, Incredible uh, things are awaiting them this year. A lot of people are picking them to be safe. Uh, from yes, relegation, yeah. uh, uh, I think uh, I think that could be a good call. I think they played well, but they run into uh, uh, City for the first week, defending champions, the treble winners. And speaking of, speaking of treble, they put three across. Um, that's not to say that, again, Burnley wasn't bad. They weren't bad at all. Yeah. They played okay, especially that, uh, that kid goalie there. What's his name? Uh, is it Harrison? James Harrison? James Trafford. So. Trafford. Trafford. He's um he's the he was James the goalie. Trafford. He was the goalie for um uh, England's under twenty World Cup victory. Yeah, he was really good. I thought he was point great. out as well. Emil Smith Rowe also on that team, also an under twenty World Champion. No one will remember him. Uh, World Championships, but okay. Yeah. World uh, yeah. Here's the deal. What's up with claret and sky blue kits? I quite there's, like it. There's three. There's three teams with the exact same kit. Yeah. Who are the other two? Uh, West Ham and Aston Villa. Yeah. No, Aston Villa isn't clear. Isn't blue? They're goldy. They're gold. No. They're no. Yellow. No. no. Maybe you're thinking of a third or a, or they're a wager. West, West Ham is not. I've never I've never seen West Ham wear blue. Burnley, Villa, West Ham. The exact it's- same. It's the combination of claret and blue, Ferris. It's not just the blue. Yeah. No, I know. Okay, I know the claret. Yeah. 
I think they all share that color, but I don't think they're right. All share they the all blue. have like blue sleeves. Blue sleeves. Yeah, I guess and I'm blue, blue shorts. The blue the, shorts. the yeah the claret uh, main color for the jersey, and then City having claret pants and claret trim for their yeah. What's up with that? Were they mocking them? Like, what's up with it? Why, why yeah, I think they shirt? were. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's like they're wel- welcoming back old favorite Victor Company by dressing just like him, I guess. Just wanted to confuse him a little bit. Uh, one thing that isn't confusing, um, Erling Holland is still a pretty good footballer. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I thought that uh, first goal. Oh, yeah, off I that... see the blue. Sorry. Yeah, I see the blue. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Paris has looked it up. Oh, okay. Good job. Uh, yeah, that first goal off the uh, the header, who was it that Rodri put down just on his boot yes. or whatever? He had no problem yeah. scoring after that. Yeah. Uh, do you think? Uh, uh, I think uh, that they got robbed. I think they should have had a penalty. I think uh, uh, who was his name there? Amanji, Akanji. Oh, Tandy, yeah. Akanji definitely down. fouled him. He, he took yeah, Amanji yeah. down. Me and we were talking about that earlier. He grabs his arm. He yeah. literally grabs his entire arm and brings him down. So Manuel Akanji got away with that. And you're absolutely correct. Why do all three of them share the same color? Someone's lazy. It's, Someone's it's lazy. like. It's like uh, they only had three choices or something like that. You guys yeah, can go with claret and blue. Yeah, it's or you can go for red, me. red, or you can go for blue, and that seems to be all. that's why Wolverhampton just took yellow so it's for the single one. Because like I think yeah. do anyone does, does anybody share Wolverhampton's color scheme? I don't think so. Maybe on a no, maybe on a second uh yeah. like on their away thing or maybe a third jersey, but like no. Arsenal and Liverpool both wear like red. Yeah. yeah. But Arsenal have the the white incorporated as well. Yeah, Liverpool this is all red. Like there's yeah. variations, but not variations with Burnley, Aston Villa, and West Ham. Just, just yeah, just yeah. It's it's a, and blue. Yeah, they just changed the a the font. sponsor. The sponsor. Yeah. That's it. Um, JJ Watt. <laughs> oh my god. And Khalil Watt, owners what? of Burnley FC, co-owners or minority owners. Yeah. Yeah. As well as Tom Brady, owner of Birmingham City. Well, they're not in the but, Premier League. Ferris. That's weirder than the JJ Watt thing is to me. <laughs> I, I just want to bring up Birmingham City so I can bring up Haji right. Haji. Sorry. Continue. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, Holland gets a second. Tree, I believe Ferris, not Birmingham. Oh, boy. Oh, my bad. Oh, my God. <laughs> so Holland, Holland gets a second goal. And then uh, Rodri gets one for good measure. Uh, problem for City, uh, Kevin De Bruyne uh, had to pull himself after what, 23 minutes with a hamstring injury again. And I think this is a problem they said going back even before spring training. It just hasn't healed. Um, it's not like... He tore know, it in Kev- the Champions League final, right, Rob? He tore it? Um, yeah. Uh and yeah, and then he rehabbed it, and he was back. And I don't think he did much while they were over in uh, Asia uh, preparing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But he called. He only played a little bit of the Community Shield. I think that was yeah. like a tested out, see if he could go thing. Mm-hmm. They must have decided he was fine because he started, and he was the captain of the team. And then twenty three minutes—that's not good for them. Not good. They do have Phil Foden. Like yeah. <laughs> they, the they can just That's okay. Pretty we'll good just, backup. We'll, we'll just put Phil Foden in, guys. It'll be okay for the next seventy-five minutes. But uh, something to look for. It's you know, it's a. I want his, I want him to. I want. I want everyone to call him the angry kitten every time oh. he, he's on the field. Oh. 
sounds adorable, doesn't it? Yeah. Angry little. Angry no, no, little. like every time Phil Foden, like, mean mug somebody, he looks like a cat. I still say he looks like uh, Draco Malfoy's buddy there. Oh. Yeah. You'll, when you see it, you'll get it. Uh, so yeah, so that's something to look for. Uh, again, it's City. They've got multiple options. They're going to be fine. Uh, uh, three nil win on the road, welcoming Burnley back at the turf moor. You know, I think that's pretty much scripted. That was three points you could write up. Uh, speaking of scripted, yeah. speaking of scripted, we're going to have a quick word before we go on talk about the rest of the weekend's matches. We're going to let you all know about our Patreon with our buddy Justin. Hey guys, it's Justin, aka Hambone, just here to let you know a couple of things that we have going on with the channel. One, we have a Patreon. If you can and want to support us, you can do that. A little as a dollar, you can join the Discord. We also have a merch store where you can get some cool shirts, mugs, and stuff with all of our different shows and labels on there. And thank you for all of our supporters that have already been there with us. Okay, thank you, Mr. Hambone. Uh, guys, uh, for some reason, you have uh, upset me and have declared yourself Arsenal fans. For what that's worth. Uh, they did play this weekend. How about I let you guys talk about their 2-1 win at home to Nottingham Forest? I think the biggest thing coming out of this game is the Jurian Timber injury. Um, mm -hmm. possible ACL and meniscus, which is not good at all. His season's basically over now. Um, and I think another thing that came out of this is the weird formation we played that we did not play at all once during the preseason with Thomas party as like an inverted right back. So he was technically our right back, but played most of the game in, in center midfield. And, um, we had the timber on the left and then, Saliba and Ben White instead of Gabriel. I, I don't know why Gabriel didn't play. I think, uh, or at least start, he came on later in the game. But I think that there had been rumors going around the day before that he was injured, so maybe it was that, but it's not like too bad that he couldn't come on as a sub. I don't know. It was weird to me when I saw that formation. Well, um, yeah, I, I, I assumed that as well at the beginning. But then as the game kept going along, one of the reporters said we they talked to they talked to Mikel Arteta and asked him why isn't Gabby playing. He said it's a tactical decision. So either he lied about he's lying to the reporter saying, oh, mm -hmm. it's tactical, or he's telling the truth where it's like they were tactically. Yeah, he's probably lying. He's yep. definitely lying because yep. yeah. that, that's like no offense to Mikel Arteta. I love the guy. Yeah, if you if you think if taking out Gabby is a tactical decision, then no offense. I don't think you should be the manager anymore um, uh, because that's a that's a pretty like G Gabby was the most consistent player we had in the back. He played a lot of games. He I think played he played like very 70 well. something consecutive Premier League games. Yeah, like yeah, 70, yeah, 73. And he's he's very reliable. And I think him and Saliba, the, I think they're probably with the best center back combo in the game. Mm -hmm. And because you know I don't know, they feed off of each other a lot. But my my biggest issue is like we should have had a clean sheet. I don't know why we give up that let, late goal in the 80th, 83rd minute, I believe. We do this all the time it irritates uh, the, it it lead. your it, trademark it, it's your trademark a, a two nil lead and then we give up a goal and we have a nervy last 10 to 15 minutes of the game yeah. i've wanted to stop um I, I did notice that as soon as we gave up that goal uh arteta brought gabriel on mm -hmm. um so 
It was a real nice pass by Anthony Alonga over to Anthony Alonga made a big difference for Forrest when he came on. Big difference. Yeah. Huge difference. And I think he gave it to their um their striker that was injured, but I'm mean, thinking um I don't know. Amonye. Yeah, Amonye. He um he uh he's he's dealing from like an offseason injury, so that's why he came off the bench. But yeah, man, that's just annoying to me, bro. Like I don't understand it. Like, I also it- think sorry, I also think you guys had a I think you guys didn't start the game well i also think you guys didn't end the game well you had a bad two ten you guys and we're gonna say it was absolute domination aside from the first 10 minutes and the last 10 minutes brendan Mm -hmm. rod brendan uh uh, johnson should have scored scored. that was the best chance of the whole game yeah the defense the defense fell asleep he will be seeing that chance in his nightmares forever and and you know what i I love i love willie a lot but that was his fault well, the, that was Willie's fault that Brandon, John, Brandon Johnson was wide open. Like the ball, he kicks it away. And he, the ball goes right to Brandon Johnson. That was Saliba's fault. The reason yeah. Johnson had that chance. Uh, I don't I don't say this a lot. And Saliba doesn't really make that egregious mistake, but that was his fault. And he's well, praying, thank the God that Brandon Johnson shanked it high and I, high and high and right. That's his but, yeah. first action at full speed in quite some time, right? For yeah. Yes. So. This is his first game since like March, I yeah. think. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. Has been game. And he got away with it. And he yeah, got, he away, got away, with away with it. it. So you, you pocket that and you uh, you move on. Let's talk a, a quick bit of numbers for you guys. I don't know how big of numbers guys you are, but uh, let's talk 78% possession. Sounds about right. Mm-hmm. 930 touches to 365 and 769 passes to 200. Yeah, we dominated them. You're right, except for that first 10 minutes and the last 10 minutes. And that's something they need to work on and get better at. Um, I thought that this experiment with party at right back so that he could play rice and party in the same team didn't really work. Uh, I think that it was maybe the right team to try it against because yeah, like, okay. if you're going to try it, try it against Forrest in the first game of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, the offense did enough to bail him out. There was the fantastic pass from Martinelli to Enkedi in the first oh goal. Incredible. Oh unbelievable pass. And then Bukayo Saka with a, a screamer for the second goal. Um, yeah. But um, the the giving up a goal when we have a clean sheet going with 10 minutes left and we're two nil up is a pattern that needs to stop. Uh, yeah. Uh, and it was last, it happened last year as well as something we talked about here is just the inability to clean, keep the clean sheet. Uh, uh, but yeah, uh, I say full, full price to, uh, for us and they did it how they score, you know, it was counter yeah. attackers from a corner mm-hmm. and they just two fast guys ran fast. That's it. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk about uh, the debuts for Declan Rice and Kai Havertz. Um, Declan Rice had a few good chances. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I think the ball seemed to come off his uh, foot or his leg funny quite a bit. Uh, I think he scuttled uh, two or three good chances. Anyways, I think he had four really good chances. Um, but where was Kai Havertz? He had a chance. He had a chance or two in the in the in the in the attacking third. Mm-hmm. He missed it. Uh, he he missed it, unfortunately. But uh, it's still game one. They're still integrating to the team. The team, Declan Rice. He like this team attack. Like we're an attacking team. West Ham didn't really attack. That wasn't West Ham. But Forest. he did play for West Ham. 
Oh, oh, you're talking. Oh, my, you're talking about him. Yeah, 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 yeah no, no, because like he, he, like he would, he wouldn't like West Ham. Like, correct me if I'm like, when they would get a lead, they would just like, let's stop doing anything and just like sit in our spots and just watch. Yeah, and you know, so he's he has to like, like, like Arsenal really likes to go forward and move, and Mikel wants me to keep moving even though I'm I'm a six. So like he's trying to get used to like, you know, I can't just sit. And then, you know, because Artegard and see, you got to keep moving like the train, you know, you got to keep, right. you got to keep chugging along, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so Declan Rice is like getting up to Arsenal play speed. Like Arsenal plays this type of way. I need to like learn to kind of like, like I'm fit, but am I fit for enough for them to play, you know? And so yeah. like, there's that. And same thing with Kai Havertz, like what Kai Havertz do, does he want to bring out? Does he want to bring out? the Chelsea version where they put him in the attacking three where he was playing forward and winger, or does he want Bayer Leverkusen Kai Havertz where he played midfield, which is with the German national team. What, what does Mikel Arteta want from the kid? They put him what in does the he exact, want? they put him in the exact same spot. They had him at Chelsea. Yeah. yeah. You know, but it's Chelsea like, like I it. said, this, this formation just did not work. I don't understand why we did this. Mm-hmm. Um, don't ever do it again. I don't think we will. I think the fact that we've lost Timber now ensures that we're not going to do this again. Gabby's definitely playing. Uh, Gabrielle will be playing. Um, or Tomiyatsu. Tomiyatsu's probably going to play more. Tomiyatsu's probably going to play left back, is my guess, until um, Zinchenko's back. Because, mm-hmm. um, but like now, there's like a question: like, do we actually sell Kieran Tierney? Because we're close to doing that. No. Um, I don't know if we I can, can see now. I can 100% see him going to Newcastle. Uh, I can 100% say, hey, uh, Chelsea saying, hey, we got this guy named Kukurea on our bench. Yeah, I think no, we're, not, we're just, not buying Kukurea. perfect for you guys. We're not buying Kukurea. <laughs> Absolutely not. I, I don't want to get rid uh, of Kieran and Tierney. I, I, I never thought he was a bad player. Uh, they, he, they're talking about selling league. him to Real Sociedad. That's so. good. Get, get him out of the Premier League. I'm, I'm cool yeah. with that. But if we're going to um, sell him, get him out of here. But uh, yeah, I think that... Uh, get rid of Rob, Rob Holding, though. I don't want that man on the field ever again. I don't want to see that man ever. He's... I, the thing about Rob Holding is I think he's probably staying, especially with Timber out now. Because there have been, like, I, Ferris, I know. I know, especially with Timber out, I think he's probably staying. Um, I don't know what they're going to do as far as, like, bringing in someone else to cover the center back position and then maybe being able to let Rob Holding go. I don't know. But um, the thing about Timber was he could play all the places across the line in the mm-hmm. back. And he was a great cover to have. And he was our best player in the preseason. And he had slotted into the team so well. It was, it was pretty seamless. And this really, really sucks. Yeah, it was, yeah, because also, too, he's played center half in a three-man back line uh, with the Dutch team in Ajax. So I assumed when, when I saw Party starting and I found out that the graphic that they show at the beginning of the game is kind of like a guesstimate of the of the – of the team. So I assumed, oh, if they're starting Thomas party and, and Gabby's not playing, we're playing a three man back line, which is makes sense for during timber. Cause he, he's played that his entire life. Cause that's what the Dutch have always done. Three man back lines. It was like him, Ben white. People forget Ben white was a center back like uh-huh. at Brighton, I think. And then yes. we told him you're playing fullback. Sorry. And he's like, cool. I'll play fullback too. And he's like, I'm pretty damn good at it as well. So we were we were fine with them two in, and I thought we were gonna play three three center halves. And Thomas Party, we're gonna like have four midfielders. That's what I assumed. But he actually played 
fullback and it was weird looking and I didn't like it at all. He would play fullback for a little while and then he would cut into midfield and stay mm-hmm. there for 20 minutes. Yeah. And then there'd be a reason for him to play it right back again. He'd go back to right back. It was yeah. very strange. I will say on Kai Havertz that my favorite and the only memorable thing Kai Havertz did in that entire game for, to me is his reaction when Bukayo Saka scored because he just put his hands on his head and was like this for a few minutes. Yeah, he was like, he was um, like, oh my God, is that what a good player looks like that I played with? Oh my Lord. They didn't have he, this person at Chelsea. He, he did thought, win the Champions League. He won he, the Champions League for Chelsea. He, he, he did play with some good players at Chelsea. He did. Um, I think no, Declan Rice had the better debut out of the two of them. Out of the two yeah. of them, I think Declan Rice had the better debut. But I also think that this was a formation that we've never played before, not mm-hmm. even in a preseason game. So how can you judge how this midfield worked together when they've never played that way before? Can I say something too? So, can I say something too? Yo, yeah, what's what's up with this? What's up with what's up what's up with the refs allowing people just to like physically assault Bakayo Saka whenever they want? Yeah. I don't understand it. It's 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 gotten to the point where like it's borderline egregious. Like it's like it's disgusting. Like he's he's he was literally shoved to the ground in the 95th minute in the penalty box with everybody to see. Everyone and their mother saw that. And they're like, Yeah, that's not a penalty. There's a lot that the rest don't consider a penalty. No, but but, yes. I, but I remember <laughs> once he he jumps up and one of the his opponent players kicks his legs in the air and he like gets he like comes crashing down head first. Like what do we like like what's up with this? Like what's up with that? But if somebody breathes on a Man City player, oh whoa 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 whoa! Don't 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 you dare touch that beautiful blonde hair of that six foot six dude. Don't touch yeah. him. He's delicate. You know, but Bukayo Saka can get can 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 you can basically do attempted murder on him, and you can get away with it. Elbow him, kick him in the thigh, kick him in the leg, kick him in the foot, push him to the ground, and like, well, what's up? Like, I'm so like, what's up with this? Like, what's up with this? Like, it's 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 disgusting to look at. It's disgusting to look at. You know, maybe fair is fair. Just kidding. <laughs> wait a minute. Okay, uh, guys, uh, we are 20 minutes into our show. And we have talked about Arsenal. That's it. Good. We've also talked about Man City. Yeah. 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 And and, uh, and uh, Burnley. Yeah, Burnley, the, the third <laughs> third Clareton Blue team. Let's move I will on. I will say as oh, well, uh, Steve Cooper uh said that there should have been a penalty for Nottingham Forest at some point in there. He said Declan Rice handled the ball on a corner or a ball that came in. Um I think it was a good no call. because yeah. um, it didn't I mean, it was pretty innocuous. So, as long as you don't make yourself bigger in the box, I don't care if it hits your hand. It's like if if it's out like this, yes. If it's in your yeah. body, yeah. Who cares? It was like the, the Nico Jimmy handball. That wasn't a handball. It wasn't. He a jumped handball. up and the ball hit him in the hand. Well, well the other guy. It also went off another guy's head and stuff like that and hit him when he was yeah. like this. Yeah, he, no, he was so, so it wasn't a handball. Smaller. I agree with. I would agree with. Yeah. There's a lot of people saying like that was a handball. Yeah. Like, no, it's not a handball. Because so. Nico Jackson jumped up and his hands were in a natural motion of jumping. Yep. It's not his fault that the ball came straight to his hand. If he would have jumped out like this. Like, yeah, that's a handball. Yeah. But like yeah. Nico Jackson jumped out. Yeah, also, too, like, you know, Matt Turner getting his first start for Nottingham Forest. Mm-hmm. Former Arsenal Matt goalkeeper. Turner's first Premier League game ever because he never played the Premier League game last year. Yeah. So I think he did pretty good. He did so fine. Matt, yeah. You weren't going to stop those goals. You weren't stopping those goals. No. Yeah, no, you, you weren't. Also, too, um, his backup is Ethan Horvath, another American goalkeeper as well. America. Okay. Uh, m- moving on. Uh, we have 
Everton somehow losing to Fulham 1-0. Oh, my God. In another game where a team just dominates. And this is going to be a theme for later on the show. Has unreal chances. Probably eight five-star chances in this game for Everton by Mope Decoure. Uh, well, we had a chance later. Uh, couldn't get anything by them. Uh, like, uh, you know, you have to give credit to uh, to the Fulham goal keeper. But uh, uh, in a game where Fulham doesn't even start Mitrovic, he comes on in the 58th minute, mm-hmm. gets injured four minutes later, uh, so much that they had to uh, bring in stretcher, everything, talk to him. He goes off for a minute or whatever. He comes back on, but uh, a few minutes after that, they take, for some reason, Everton takes out Neil Mope, and all he's done was create chances this entire match. It made no sense. Yeah, one minute later, uh, Fulham gets uh, the ball to Bobby de Cordova Reed, and it's 1 0. And uh, the Codgers absolutely fleece Everton, and this is what why. A- Everton is always Everton's always in that mix for getting relegated because what a, yeah, yeah, it's a fall. It's a fall from grace. Uh, it's a fall. It's an extreme fall from grace for a for a team that used to like fight for Premier League championships, uh, but now it's like we just let's just please survive. Um, but what an amazing assist by Harry Wilson! Oh, what yeah. an amazing assist! Yeah, like the nice sliding the like yeah, he, and then pass. he like he just clips it. He just clips it for, uh, across. And it, you know, Jordan Pickford is too late to react, and he's, and he's just, he's just like a step slow, and then you know, Reed just taps it in, on the run, yeah. and then he has to, he has to jump and evade Pickford, uh, and he still scores, and tremendous, tremendous shot. I think the other thing to talk about in this game is the disallowed goal for Everton. Mm-hmm. Like, why was this a disallowed goal? Okay, so yeah, uh, Tukarski. Uh, is just standing there. Yeah. Uh, they come over. He grabs the ball. That's a goal. That's yeah, a goal. The, the keeper grabs the ball and loses it by not only coming over the back, grabbing it, he loses it on Tarkovsky. And it yeah. falls to Michael Keenan in. Again, unbelievable how this is not considered a goal. How a goal. That's yeah. a goal. Now, I understand that they couldn't review it for VAR because the whistle went before the ball was in the back of the net. Yep. But... Why is whoever the referee was? I'm gonna look up who the referee was right now. I blow the whistle. Calling a foul there, Stuart mm-hmm. Atwell. It was Stuart Atwell. What are you doing? That's a foul on Bernard Leno. On Bern Leno, yeah. Bern Bern Leno. Leno. He just jumps over um, Tarkovsky and just like, and then like he he jumps over him. He jumps over him and he hits the ball. Then he brings out his his entire upper body on top of Tarkovsky. Like yeah. he bring, and then and then as he's bringing his entire body on Tarkovsky, he loses the ball. And the Everton player kicks it. I agree with the call if Tarkovsky is backing into him he's or, just if he's, or if he's jumping. But he's just standing there. He yeah. has a right to his position. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. the goalie that clatters into him and loses the ball. It's just he just lost possession of the ball. That's it. This is the first of two calls that went the goalkeeper's way this weekend mm-hmm. that were ridiculous. In my opinion, we'll get to the other one. I can't wait to get to the other one. This is bananas. Uh, Anyways, uh, I'm not a huge fan of either team, but uh, I really don't like Fulham, so I I hate to see them get three undeserved points. But you know what? They got them. 
moving on. Yeah, moving on. Uh, Bournemouth and West Ham, a one-all draw. Uh, entertaining. You know, what do you want from uh, Bournemouth and uh, and West Ham? Uh, uh, Jared Jared Bowen scores uh, from outside the box. Something it really reminded me of Saka's goal, where it gets to the top left corner, or whatever, mm-hmm. from outside the box. Uh, he's, a good, a real, he's a he's a he's a quality lad. He's a yeah. good player. It was a real good tackle by Pablo Fornells that uh, really set that play up. And then, for some reason, everybody just stood around watching while this was he's happening. Not staying at West Ham for long. Mm, well, no, uh, we're going to talk about who's coming to West Ham in one sec. Uh, but it's the 82nd minute, and the guy that you expect to score for Bournemouth and uh, Dominic Solanke gets a recipient of some, uh, let's say, some good luck. Uh, the ball gets passed into uh, the box, goes off a heel, drops right to his foot. He just walks around, gets the equalizer. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, let's talk about who's coming because I couldn't believe that this guy wasn't picked up before the first week of the season. I think he found the spot where he should work best in replacing uh, uh, young Mr. Rice. Uh, James Ward Prowse is going to be coming to mm-hmm. West Ham. For 30 million pounds. That's it. Maybe the best free taker in English football. What do you guys think? I mean, I just just know the memes about it. It's a good pickup for West Ham. Yep. They also also agreed to a $30 million fee with Harry Maguire. So they've already spent 60 million of the 130 million that we gave them. So on those two players, well, they threw away thirty million. Let's just say yeah. That. Well, okay, they they yeah. paid thirty million for a player that's going to contribute, and thirty million for Harry Maguire. Um, yes. So 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 thirty million kind of down the drain, but also too, they're probably going to get a lot of money if the the Lucas uh, the Lucas Paquetet deal Paqueta, yeah. Paqueta deal goes through with Man City. Yeah. And all I'll say is this: I don't know what Pep Guardiola sees in the kid. He had a late, but post. I wouldn't pay seventy five million dollars for him. Hit the post. He hit the post late. Uh, he had a chance to. No, win. no, he didn't hit the post late. He kicked it right into the post. Yeah, it wasn't deflected. He kicked it right into the post. That no, it should have been happen. a goal. He kicked it right into the post. He had a clear view of the goal and decides to kick it to the post. And you want to pay seventy million dollars for that man? I he don't see something. Like, he sees something in this guy. He I don't sees know. something. He sees. I don't know if, what. He if sees. there's one thing you can't do is you can't uh, really judge uh, Pep Guardiola's. Uh, uh, taste or whatever when it comes to players. I think he has a pretty good eye. He has a good eye for talent, but yeah. Paqueta hasn't lived up, uh, I think, to what West Ham wanted him mm-hmm. to when they bought him last year. Um, if he goes to Man City and fits in as a squad player, great. I don't know that you pay that much for a squad player, but where else is he going to fit in in that Man City team? Um, but- we'll see. But hitting the post was kind of a, a big theme for West Ham because there was another shot where they hit the post and it bounces out and it goes right to the goalkeeper's hands. They hit the post a couple of times. Now, if you want to buy a West Ham player, man, I would I would I would buy Jared Bowen. I would be like, hey man, you give me give me like and due to the fact that Jared Bowen's also British, so you're gonna overpay a little. A little bit. You're gonna overpay a bit. So you you know, if you want to if you want to waste 70 million. I'd 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 I would wait I would wait to see uh, uh, how Jared Bowen is closer to January before anyone would mm-hmm. ever think about buying yeah. this guy. Uh, let's move on again. Another newly, rel- uh, newly promoted club, Sheffield United. Uh, they lose to Crystal Palace one nil, and another club that has a very similar kit to another club, 
Sheffield United and Brentford's home kits were, again, remarkably similar. Very similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, Palace dominated the entire match. Uh, with, uh, 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 Edward, I guess, I guess the goal. Uh, nice feed from Jordan Ayew. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Edward was all over the place. Uh, two or three good chances. Had one called back for offside. Uh, yeah, a good start to the season for Atsone Edward. Yeah, and I think uh, Jefferson Lerma also had a really good game. Is sort of like that that like holding midfield player. He was um, cleaning up every time that Sheffield United got through for a possible chance. Um, I thought he was a really good pickup. Um, for Palace um, in the offseason, came in on a free from Bournemouth, which is somewhat surprising. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this was domination by Palace. I thought Eze had another good match. Yeah, he was um, really good. Sheffield United is going to have it tough this year. They've I thought sold... they played... I'm sorry, go ahead. They've sold some of the, the players that got them the promotion from the championship. Mm-hmm. Um they're without like four of their best players from last year. Now they've only really brought in like one or two players that like, quite frankly, I've never heard of. And that squad is not looking like it has the depth to make it through a 38 game Premier League season. They're going to get relegated. They're going to go. Yeah. So two of the three that got promoted, I think them and Luton town have a, are going to get relegated with like either probably like, you know, either like Bournemouth or Everton with them. I think Burnley has done a better job of strengthening their squad, um, you know, uh, over the last time. And, you know, they they, they got Lu- um, Luca, uh, Burnley got Luca Col- Colosio, the tri-national. That's, um, that's un- in, the, un- in the Italian youth system, but he could also play for Nigeria and America. So there's a, he, he still needs to choose. Either he's committed to the Italians or he can do the, the switch if he wants to. While... Sheffield United just bought Austin Trusty and that was it. Like, you know, that was that's all they did. Yeah. And I didn't really like like I don't understand like the, the, the players who helped you become promoted. Why not why like I don't understand like it the, the selling aspect of it. Like you're about to get like a hundred and like fifty million dollars. Like from being promoted or something. Or is, is that is that is that how much money you get? Like 100, 100 million, 150, something like that? It's a lot. It's yeah, like a lot. You get a lot of money. Keep the players. You you just just make make it like give them a better salary, you know? And then you know, add a player or two. Like I don't understand you just selling everybody. You're you, you just you honestly, it feels like you got promoted just to get the 150 and then sell more players to get more money, and you're okay with being relegated the following season. And then you'll just fight back again. Then you get another $100 million. I think you're. I think you're understanding now. Yeah, okay. That, that's <laughs> nothing that they're doing. That's the, okay, so they don't care about winning. They really just don't. So, like, okay, I get it. They, they care about winning the championship. They care about winning to get forward. If it ever came to a point Rob, where they had an Rob. academy, if they get an academy together where they can get uh, kids that are going to come up that look like they have talent, then they can start pushing. But for now... But here's the thing too, Rob. It's not even... They didn't win the championship. Yeah. They were second. Yeah. And Lewintown didn't... Lewintown was third, and they had to, like, fight Coventry City to death. Yeah. You know, Lewintown like... Lewintown was not third. I think Lewintown was, like, fifth or sixth, and they, yeah, won, they, the they won the playoffs. Yeah, they, they, won, the oh, playoffs. they won the playoffs. Yeah, they're right. So, yeah. so, yeah, like, it's not even about winning. It's just about, like, just getting just getting promoted. Yeah, you have to get... Yeah, you have to get there. 
Yeah. You have to get there. The, everything is to get up. Everything is to get up. It's the lottery. Yeah. You win the lottery when you get up. Mm -hmm. That's it. So they uh, and the yeah, the only thing I really care for about these two teams is that both of them have an American center back. So it is oh what it boy. is. Oh, and Chris Richards and Austin Trusty. And neither one of them played. I don't agree with it though. Let's talk about the aforementioned Luton Town. Uh, wait, wait, Rob, one more thing. Oh um, boy. Crystal Palace still looking to sell Michael Olisi because he wasn't on the reserves or in the team. So they're look they're probably either he's injured or they're trying to sell him. They're trying to sell him. Definitely trying yeah. to sell him. Uh, they're trying to sell him. Yep. Uh yeah, one team keeps being mentioned. I'm not gonna say which one because uh they seem to buy everybody these days. It even drives me kind of crazy, but whatever. Chelsea? We're gonna we will talk about that if it and when it, it happens. Uh Brighton took on uh, the aforementioned Luton. Uh Luton back to the uh Premier League. Uh not a very warm welcome for them. Uh Brighton gets goals from Solly March, Joe Pedro from a you know, a pretty soft penalty, but a penalty. Uh Adinga and Evan Ferguson. All score for Brighton, so they're getting goals. They're getting goals from everywhere. Uh, yes. Besides, aside from Solly March, you know, mm -hmm. uh, Adinga, Adingra, and Ferguson. I think uh, new to the Premier League this year. At least I don't remember much of them from before. They score. Uh, uh, Carlton Morris gets Luton's lone goal and their return goal to the Premiership off a penalty that I think was a little more deserved. I think but, yeah, Ferguson was with them last year. He may have been, but I, mean, I don't Ferguson, think he was. He didn't play. He didn't play a lot. He's like he's like 18, 19 years old. So. Yeah, he's, he's Scottish, right? Or is he Irish? Irish. He's Irish. He's one of the okay. Yeah. Um, uh, I was yeah. wrong. Luton Town did finish third last year in the championship and won oh. the playoffs. So that somehow they were the underdogs in the playoffs and still managed to win them when they finished above every other team. I think they'll always be the other. They only have a ten thousand three hundred seat stadium. They'll always be yeah. considered the underdog, but yeah. uh, uh, we'll talk about uh, a, a little bit in a little bit. We'll talk about their uh, their situation there. Uh, let's keep moving on to maybe maybe the surprise of the weekend, where Newcastle easily handles Villa five one, and it's a very yeah. good Villa team, but Newcastle came out and they look real dangerous right from the get go. Uh, the the brace from a uh, good buddy Alexander Isak, um, yeah, uh, just it's just an, a domination. But it, it was from the second half. It was a tide going into the half, mm -hmm. and then yeah, yeah uh, they made adjustments. Uh, uh, anyhow, makes adjustments, and uh, they just uh, they just take over. Um, now, do you think this is a Newcastle squad? This is the first week. This is the first week of the year. Everyone's saying Newcastle's in trouble because they're not going to be able to handle things going forward because of uh, their commitments now to Europe. Do you think uh, um, this is a more of an offshoot of what's uh, of Newcastle season, or do you expect more of this to come from Newcastle? I expect more of this because like people talk about like oh Europe, but everybody's in, everyone has the same. Everyone's the same. Mm -hmm. Arsenal's in Europe. Why aren't we saying about them? Man City is in Europe. Why don't we say about them? Like, uh, Man United is in Europe. Um, you know, uh, Liverpool but, in Europa. Yeah, but they also have the experience. Like, this is going to be Newcastle's first time playing European football in over twenty years. But I think I think that's a good thing because you kind of like you kind of going into Europe. You're like, you know what? Sometimes the inexperience helps you. Where it's like, it's just a game. 
Yeah. We're just, we're just, we're just, we're just playing ball. You know, like, like the, you know, the, you know, like, like, yeah, it is what it is. We're playing. And they do have European experience with certain players. You know, Sandro yeah. Tonali played in Europe with AC Milan. Um, I think that's the only one I know off the top of my head. All the other, I don't know if anyone else has played in Europe at, uh, at Karen Trippi probably did with Tottenham. Yeah, yeah. I think, no, he did. He did, right? He did. Yeah. So, so they have players who have been in Europe. The team hasn't been in Europe since 19... Yeah. Whatever? I don't in know. In the 90s, I believe in the 90s. Yeah, with probably uh, with Alan Shearer. Yeah. <laughs> nice. yeah I, did. I said his name right. You did. But yeah. yeah, Eddie Howe has never managed a team that's had to play this much, though, too, and a lot's going to depend on him. A lot's going to mm-hmm. depend on some of the sides. It'll be more like, rotational. Does he have no. the rotational pieces to... Uh, to to the the depth like because the thing about Europe is all about depth like yep. Man City the reason Man City won Europe last year is that like they can bench a player and be like oh you don't really need to play this because we'll play this someone else you know we don't need you like a team that loses their best midfielder in a championship final should lose but Man City was like no we're good <laughs> they lost Kevin De Bruyne in the game and most teams are like oh snap mm-hmm. we're screwed Man City was like. Uh, whatever. Uh, hey, you random kid I bought. Go, go in there. You know, and you're like, oh, snap. And yeah. that's what happened. Rodri got man of the match. You know, so they're fine. Yeah. And that's why they bought Sandro Tonali. Uh, they're adding more depth. They're adding uh, more players. They they have Elliot Anderson. Um, they have one of the long staffs. So, like, there's that. And yeah, Newcastle is, is no joke, man. Don't yeah. don't count them out in your own peril. They're against Man City next this week. It's going to be a heck of a match. It's, it's going, going to be, be a heck a of a game. match. Uh, and, yeah. Like I, Callum, Callum Wilson's on the bench. I think that this game, though, turned with the Tyrone Mings injury. Absolutely. Because I don't think that they have the second half that they have if he's still in the game for Villa. Yeah, mm-hmm. you'd expect the you'd expect more from him with them in the uh, in the lineup for sure. And just say that Sandro Tonelli did score the first goal. Uh, also, Callum Wilson, who you also mentioned, and Harvey Barnes uh, gets his goal coming up uh, from. Could have had two if he was if he was a little bit selfish. If he's a little yeah. selfish, it was, yeah, mm-hmm. it was a it was a it was a weird little pass or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I think uh, I think he yeah, I think he learned his lesson on the second one. Just said, oh, I'm just mm-hmm. gonna take it. I'm just gonna take also it. Also, to Aston Villa too. Um, they're one of their big signings, Musa Diaby. Yep. Scored their goal. He scored their goal off of, so. a, off of a good off of a good run and pass for him. So mm-hmm. there was that. Uh, I didn't. Did Yuri Tillemans play in this match? Um, let me check. I, I didn't, don't I didn't know see. if he came on or not. Yeah. So it's, so the three signings they had are Musa uh, Musa Diaby. So he scores mm-hmm. the goal. Pau Torres. Uh, they're, yeah, the Tillemans came yeah. on at halftime. Yeah, the Pau Torres play. Um, he's the center back from Villarreal. Yes, he's the one that one. came on uh, for Tyron Mings when Tyron Mings was injured. So, yeah, so their big signing, Pau Torres, didn't help their defense. That's well, I tell you game. what, their their defense, especially in front of goal, was uh shambles. Mm-hmm. It's they, terrible. Yeah, I, it was it was shocking. So and Emmy ta- Martinez did not have a very good game either. Uh, yeah. So Tyron Mings really is kind of like the heart, soul, brain of that back line. Cause like without them they're they kind of look lost and despondent. And you know, the, this kid you bought from Villarreal, you know, you're like, Hey, watch this kid, him and Musa Diaby. 
It's also throwing this kid from Spain into the deep end in the yeah. middle of his first Premier League game. Uh, and uh, he did not, it was sink or swim, and he did not swim. Also, too, uh, I'm not going to lie to you. Um, the second, the second, um, the second goal of Newcastle, it looked like two Newcastle players were offsides, like badly, and they kept the goal. And yeah, I saw where they drew up lines and stuff like that. And I, I thought they went for the wrong person or something. I didn't get that. Yeah, either, but... yeah it, it looked, it looked it, like, so like I brought, I just brought up the video and I, and I, I freeze framed it on the kick of the, of the free kick, I, on the kick. And they're offsides by a country mile. Yeah. Like they're, they are, it's bad. It's really bad. But you know, what do I know? I'm just, yeah. I'm just an American. It wouldn't, uh, it really wouldn't have mattered. Uh, let's move on. Uh, we've got uh, uh, the Sunday matches now. We're going to start with a Harry Kane less Tottenham Hotspurs drawing at Brentford 2 all. Kane in a Bayern shirt. Uh, I got to see uh, highlights of that, whatever is that Super Cup they call it. Like their the German Super Cup. Yeah. yeah, their community shield, or whatever. Uh, well, you know, he looks as ridiculous as he always did. So there you go. But, but, <laughs> my, yeah, but my, Byron my looked favorite, bad. Yeah, Byron looked bad. My favorite thing was when Harry Kane went to go protest to the referee about something in that game and then realized he wasn't going to have anything to say to the referee because he doesn't speak German. I don't know German. My favorite yeah. thing. Yeah, he's going to have to get a new goal celebration too. You can't point can't point at his back anymore or he'll have to go like this or something like that. This yeah. Season. Ridiculous, but it begins. Life begins for Spurs without him. But uh, James Madison comes out and played goddamn well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, and, and it's his free kick that finds uh, Christian Romero's head uh, to put Spurs up one uh, nil. Um, yeah, and you know it was good work by uh, it was good work by him to get the uh, free kick there in the first place. Um, but then. Okay, we're, we've been talking penalties, and here's another one. Hungman's uh, son uh, takes down Matthias Jensen in the box with a kick to the back of the legs. Um, now, I thought it was a penalty. I thought that uh, given, uh, you know, the uh, run of play that's been happening, a kick to the back of the legs looks like a penalty. I've heard a lot of people disagreeing with me. I think a lot of those people may be dumb. Uh, what did you think? Um, uh, I think a legit penalty. What did you believe? I thought it was a penalty when I saw it. I was kind of surprised it wasn't called a penalty. Um, like, he kicked them. He didn't kick the ball. He kicked him. They, and... they called penalty. They called it. Yeah, yeah eventually. Yeah, it, yeah. it was a penalty. Um, oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, there's just a lot of people that didn't think it was for some for whatever. No, it was, it was a penalty. I yeah. think they think it's not a penalty because of, like, the their... – so like Song is going forward motion, and they think Song tripped over the player instead of him kicking the player. He kicked him. I think it's a pretty plain and obvious. Uh, so uh, it sets up one of my favorite names to say. I couldn't wait. Ryan Mbumo gets to take the uh, penalty kick, and a very Jorginho-esque kick. I've I've recognized that right away. I was like, oh, <laughs> I know that. Uh, finds the back of the net. He ties it up after 27 minutes. Uh, nine minutes later, the, the other uh, another good player for Brentford and Wissa puts the bees in front. Uh, goes off a defender and then in. I 
you know, they've been calling that own goals, but uh, they uh, decided to award Wissa the goal for that. And then Madison again uh, has the ball at the top of the box. Same kind of play, but uh, it looks like he uh, he spins around a little uh, too egregiously. Referees don't call for a foul, but it comes free to Emerson Royale, who absolutely hammers it into the bottom left corner, draws yeah. the game. Uh, that's a, a a bit of luck there, maybe. Uh, I think uh, uh, I'm I'm happy with the nine call. I think uh, this whole jumping around and spinning shit has to stop. Uh, I yeah. thought that was egregious, and I'm glad they didn't call it. But uh, you know, defense uh, just stopped. They were waiting for a play, and uh, and Emerson is the one who decides. Oh no, you play until you hear a whistle. So absolutely hammers at home. A two-all level game. Uh, positive start for uh, Postacolu. Um, this was the most entertaining Tottenham have been in a while. Mm-hmm. The, Where they didn't have uh, to depend on one guy. Where everything they didn't, didn't center have, around yeah, one they guy. Yeah, didn't have to depend on just the one guy. I mm-hmm. thought Son had a pretty good game. Madison was really good um, in his first really debut. Good. Mm-hmm. Um, good pickup from Leicester. Yeah, I don't like um, it. I, I don't like it either. But um, I thought Brentford were also pretty decent. Um, I just thought it was an overall Cons- pretty good game. C- considering they're missing a huge... Uh, yeah, they're missing Ivan Tony. Well. They're both playing without the, the guys that scored them all the goals last year. Tony for yeah. Brentford and, and Harry Kane for Spurs. So I thought yeah. it was a pretty good game overall. I, the, I thought the, the new goalkeeper for Spurs... I thought the new goalkeeper for Spurs didn't do too bad. Uh, I thought he was funny looking, though. Just saying. He, I think he he's was. a funny looking guy. And... Um, mm-hmm. There was the incident right after Christian Romero scored the first goal where they yanked him out of the game and he didn't want to come out, but that was a concussion thing. I So he'd had a head clash just right before he scored the goal. Yeah. So they decided, yeah, yeah. They, they decided, no, you're, you're coming out. And he was not happy about that. Um, just the first player who got substituted that day that was not very happy. No. Anything you but, want to say about that, Ferris? I hope Ange Postacoglu fails and he gets fired. Okay. That's fair. Okay. That's fair. That's an absolutely fair thing to say. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to the other game. Oh, did you want my unbiased analysis? That was unbiased. That was okay. unbiased. Yeah. No. That's that's a right. fine to say. I think you're. I, I hope you're I hope Hung Ming Song does what Carrie Harry Kane does and says, you know what, I'm going to leave. He won't get to go to Bayern. New anymore. captain of Tottenham. Yep. New yeah. captain. Yeah. Of Tottenham. New captain of Tottenham. Make, Not, it makes sense. Loads of new captains. I think he's earned it. I think he's earned it. Still, you know, hope you know he fails and everything he does yeah. okay hopefully they get relegated but not by the looks of it from uh if they Sunday, get, re- they if they get relegated it would just be <laughs> like it would be like relegated. it would it would be like river plate boca juniors and arsenal <laughs> fans would never let them ever hear from like oh they'll always hear from us wow yeah you ever heard of that story about the river plate boca juniors i'm not sure i probably not but we can hit, we could uh, you could tell me about it off air. Okay, we'll move I'll on. Move. I will. Chelsea won, Liverpool won. Uh, is this Caicedo Bowl? It is the Caicedo Bowl and the Romeo and, Lavelle Bowl and the Lavia Bowl as well. Lavia Bowl, uh, the defensive midfielder bowl. No kidding, 170 <laughs> mil, million pounds worth of players we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, so Luis Diaz scores. Uh, Salah yep. has one called back for offside. Mm-hmm. Uh, Axel Tassassi scores. And then Ben Chilwell has one called back. That's just the first half. 
Um, Chelsea takes over this game in the second half, just uh, couldn't uh, couldn't get anything through. I think uh, uh, Liverpool started coming on late. Darwin Nunez with a real good chance late as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Virgil Van Dijk had a nice uh, had a nice screamer that just clips off the top of the of the of uh, of the goalie post. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Nicholas Jackson looked good. Uh, would have loved to have seen a better finish from this kid. Uh, but it, that's it. He's an absolute kid. So, uh, three or four, old, I think yeah, three or four, three or four real good chances. Uh, he was part of the play of the entire game. I thought Enzo Fernandez was terrific. Uh, He's playing his actual him. position now. Love seeing him further up. Uh, mm-hmm. it was weird seeing, uh, Connor Gallagher play back and not a great spot for him, but that's why we're, looks like we're going to be paying. Two. An incredible amount of money to get two guys to take that spot and probably sell uh, Connor off, which is a uh, over two hundred million dollars for two players, Rob. Oh, well, one hundred and seventy million pounds worth of players. Uh, it's unbelievable. Uh, but again, uh, Reese James's first game as captain played well. Uh, some chances created. Had to come off in the seventy-fifth minute because he was tired. Is he not uh, match fit? What's going on? It might not be. He's been so injured the last couple of years, but especially last year, he's so hurt that uh, getting him back into uh, game shape may take a bit. And now that they're actually going full speed, he played 75 good minutes. Like maybe there was something that they just didn't want to say. You know, you say that managers are huge liars. Uh, yeah, uh, he's a bit of a liar. Uh-huh. So that's fine. Uh, Robert Sanchez, his first uh, Chelsea start at net. Uh, Kepa. Uh, has uh, agreed to go to uh, Real Madrid on a season-long loan with no buy option. So yeah, uh, Ch- Chelsea will be getting Kepa back next June. A hundred ninety thousand for Courtois because Courtois tore his ACL, and they're like, we'll have Courtois back next year, so we don't need to buy Kepa. Right, but still, but the, what if, what the, if Courtois the no is not the same? Gone. Like you tell uh, your ACL, like I don't know how I don't know a how 70, a seventy-five percent Thibaut Courtois is still gonna be the best goalie in Spain. Yeah, yes. but at like thirty-five years old. Yep. Yep. He could be forty. Goalkeepers so, play for a long time. Yeah. Goal, how, how important are ACLs? Later. Goal, oh, how important are ACLs for goalies? Goalkeepers actually mature later, Ferris. Hmm? Well, your ACL is important to everyone, Ferris. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It helps you walk. That's what I'm saying. Like he tore his ACL. He just has to go back and forth. Yeah. So his lateral, so his, his lateral movement is much more important. So the ACL is okay. I see how it is. Yeah. Yeah. He'll 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 be fine. He's gonna be gone all year. Like this is not a simple injury, yeah. but he'll be he'll be fine. The rest of recuperation. Uh, he's a tremendous athlete. He'll be back. He'll be fine. I love Thibaut Courtois. Uh, Keepa Risa Blanca. I'm fine with. Uh, I'm fine with him leaving. Um, I'm fine with uh, Chelsea not having 190,000 pounds a week on their pay bill. Uh, so is I Real Madrid not... playing, paying his entire salary? You have to. I thought yeah. you can split it. Nope, not for this. Not when you're get you're they're getting him for no loan fee. They're like they're it's a straight loan, so they're just assuming the uh, they're assuming his salary. So okay, whatever. so FIFA FIFA lied to me then. Uh, they're gonna go to uh, uh, have Robert Sanchez, but they have real no real backup. Uh, so that's why I'm starting to wonder where's the option uh, behind Sanchez, and do and they? And you look... guys, um, you guys sent off your prospect to Greece. 
Yeah. Oh no, Belgium, Belgium. Yeah, Belgium. And then there's Bettinelli, uh, who's been around forever, but he's also hurt. So you have to keep thinking deeper and deeper and deeper into the prospect pool and stuff like this. So at some point you start thinking if something happens to Sanchez, they're in a lot of trouble. So I don't know if they start looking now for a keeper of all things. They're looking for keeper now. They got two <laughs> defensive midfielders coming mm -hmm. in, possibly a striker. Money. Uh, it's bananas. Striker, but, you, you uh, trying it was to a get. Chelsea performance. Uh, well, right now we just need a striker. Mm -hmm. I don't, I'm not sure if it matters about which one. Uh, and more importantly, maybe getting rid of a striker. Uh, in, uh, the in new yeah, and Tottenham has actually made contact with uh, Chelsea concerning yeah, Romelu Lukaku. Yeah, Romelu Lukaku can't play in Italy anymore. Uh, well, he could, but uh, yeah, but it's yeah. not for the teams he wants to play because they both the both fan bases hate his guts. Everybody hates his guts. Like let's let's not let's 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 be fair. Nobody likes Romelu Lukaku. I like Romelu uh, Lukaku. How dare you, sir? So I think, well, Everton's fan, I think Everton fans are big fans of Romelu Lukaku. <laughs> I was gonna say you could have you can have Romelu Lukaku. Uh, no, we're fine. We don't need Romelu Lukaku. No, you guys would be terrific for you guys. Yeah, um, we have we you know what Arsenal needs to do is play their goddamn young strikers. They don't want to sell. If you're gonna sell someone, sell them. But if you don't want to sell them, you gotta play them. Come on. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. That's this is why you guys have so many other matches to play. And like it's this is that's when you play these guys. It's for the FA Cup, the Carabao Cup. You can play them in some of the round robin stuff for the Champions League. You'll know, they'll have plenty of Mon chances. Balogun play. wins us the FA Cup. Yeah. I'm cool with that. Don't worry about that. <laughs> uh yeah, just a couple other matches for uh Chelsea. Uh uh Levy Colwell, I think he did really good against Sala. I think he was fast. He looked fine. Uh and Raheem Sterling. Surprisingly, a good showing as well. Uh, I thought he uh, got into the box quite well. Uh, his distribution maybe could have been a little better. But yeah, uh, for the first game of the year, uh, Raheem Sterling was fine. This might be the only time I give him praise all year. So uh, yeah, good job. Good job, Raheem Sterling. Now, uh, let's talk about the match. I wanted to talk about since we started. Well, I want to I want to mention first before oh, we boy. move on, uh, the Mo Salah coming off uh, the tape, the tape and being so angry was very interesting to me. It's all I don't think I don't think it was interesting whatsoever. What do you think it was then, Paris? I just think he's he he's ang he he's angry that his goal was disallowed. He's angry that it was a tie, and he wanted to stay in the game, but he's more angry at himself than than Jurgen Klopp. I don't know because he didn't shake Klopp's hand. He walked straight past him. There right was there was a lot of. Oh, no, in the moment, no, in the moment, he's angry at Jurgen Klopp. Like, why'd you take me out? Like, we could win this game. But in the long run, it's, it's going to be like, yeah, that's whatever. I just think it's interesting to watch. I mean, like, Firmino's yeah. gone, Mane's gone. He's got a bunch of young kids around him. The yeah. team's not that great. They're not getting the players that they want. They're choosing other clubs. Like, I think Salah might be a little disgruntled. That's all. You know, if he wants I'm to still wear red, there's a team that probably wants him. I'm they, gonna they cry myself to sleep tonight over Mo Salah's feelings. No, but I found uh, the Chelsea fans uh, cheering the the tape tossing was very amusing to me. You know, it's funny. <laughs> you know, it's funny too. Um, I remember this team had him when he was a youngster and decided to get rid of him because they thought he was garbage and they sold him. And then he went to Italy and balled out in Italy, then came back and won a Champions League and a Premier League title with Liverpool. I don't remember what that Premier League team was. I think they you were. Can thank, 
You can thank the special one. You can thank the special one. It all worked out. We got another one too. So it's fine. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to bring that up. All that right. The, the reason Chelsea won the Champions League is Kai Havertz. You know where Kai Havertz is? Yeah. He's he's wandering around. He's wandering around like a timid deer. And then okay, let's talk about yeah, Man- and your owner spent a billion dollars on being Paris. 15th. Okay, sorry. Yeah, they're gonna be good. They're gonna be fine. Don't worry about them. Manu won. Wolves zero. And this is a horseshit, horseshit, horseshit game. This uh, was this was robbery. Yeah. United. Wait, can we talk about how in the 17th minute? 17th okay. minute. Lissandra Martinez got a yellow card in 17 minutes. That has to, like, this man, like, he does he not know how to defend without, like, injuring people or or getting yellow cards? Like, thank the Lord, Man City, Man United, not City, Man United usurped us in getting this man to play defense. Because Jesus Christ, I'm sorry. If you can't play defense without getting yellow cards and defending Without even getting away, let's say even if you commit a yellow card offense but get away with it, that's fine. But he doesn't get away with it. Like the, the refs are on him, like 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 white on rice. Like they are watching him to do something, and that man, not a very good defender. Yeah. Like yeah. Jesus, Lord Mary and Joseph, that man. He's not is, even the 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 most of their troubles. The most of their troubles is no, he's not. In the midfield where they were awful. Uh, Wolves had no problem running the length of the pitch. Cut run like there was no defense. There was none. This is Casemiro. This is my old buddy Mason Mount. This is Rio Fernandez. They're just sitting they around watching, watching. Awful. They were, they were terrible. Awful. Bruno Fernandez. Yeah. Sorry, Bruno Fernandez. It's a Rio Fernandez. Rio Ferdinand. Yeah, yeah. it all gets mixed up in my head. Yeah. Uh, Bruno, yeah, they all just watch. Uh, Mason Mount has done nothing since coming over from Chelsea all through their preseason, and they played him a lot. He has done nothing. He has zeros. He has done nothing. He has watched. It's like, th- thank you for giving us $60 million or 60 million pounds for this rat. He's a rat. He's gone to United, and he's showing his true colors. And this is what we saw last year. This is why he couldn't get on the pitch, guys. Because he stood around watching. He's watching. He's unbelievable. And, uh, you know, but the finishing, the finishing for Wolves is Uh, atrocious. Atrocious. Wolves were so good, except for being able to to finish in front of the net. Mm -hmm. Uh, The the commentators in the the game here in America said they were fantastic for the length of the pitch until they got to the six-yard box, and then they were terrible. Yeah, because they were just, they, they were literally... This is this is a game that Adami Torre would have been great in because that man can run very fast in a straight line. He man, can run very man, fast. Everybody he, was running fast in a straight line. Yeah, that like, was the problem. Like literally, man. And like this, okay, like people are gonna be like, oh, look what Andre Onana did. Like Andre Onana did nothing. He did yeah. nothing. He, he did one thing. He he, we'll he did one thing. We'll he did one thing. Yes, yeah. he did one thing. But overall, What's he that- did, he did nothing. Wolves had 23 shots, six of them on target. None yeah. of them went in. Yeah. Unbelievable. Like, Unbelievable. And like yeah. Casemiro, he's he's in his 30s now. He's 32, I think. Yep. And he and then he he finally realized, like, hey, I, I have to actually play defense without kicking people in the shins. They actually give you cards here. Yeah, uh, it's, so it's kind of real. It's not real anymore. Yeah, like you can't get away with stuff. 
Yeah. Got away I with think, it today. I think one of the most telling stats about how the game went for United versus Wolves is that United had 465 passes in this game, and Wolves had 439. Those numbers should not be close with the way that this Wolves team was. Mm -hmm. Gary O'Neill had five days with this Wolves team, and they played yeah. fantastic, except for the finishing in front of net. They've had this kind of uh, finish before. If I remember right, I think it was uh, FA Cup versus Liverpool, where they played fantastic, and then yeah. VAR took a game away from them. Uh, there were so out. many chances in this game. Like, they, dude, Andre Onana, I don't know what God he prayed to. I don't know what what he sold, who sold he sold to for this game. Like, there were just some of those. I'm like, bro, that should have been a goal. 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 Like, Wolves should have had, like, it should have been 6-0. Yeah. Should have been, like, 6-0. And I'm just like, how, how how did this happen? Like, I know the one where um, I think number 12 – just get past he gets he gets past Rafael. Um, I don't know how to say his last name. Uh, the Varan. He gets past Rafael Varan, and he he just misses it, and it's outside of the post. And you're like, how do you not score that? And they were just outrunning Man United. They were just outrunning them. They were running them. Down. That's why the passes doesn't seem a lot of Dilia is they would pass it, and then the guy who got the ball instead of passing it decides to just run, and he would run, and he's like, there's so much grass. Why am I so open? I'm going to keep running, and I'm going to keep running. He became Forrest Gump. That's why the passing wasn't like it similar. It might have gotten because... in his head. It might have gotten his head. Yeah, like, he's like, no. just running so much. There's so much space. Like, what yeah. are you doing? Yeah. The passes were very similar, Ferris. That's yeah. the thing. Like, you no, would think Man United would have 200 more passes or more than Wolves just based on the way these teams are set up. Yeah. And it was not that way at all. Man United's midfield was non existent most of the game. Um, Lissandra Martinez came out at halftime. I don't know what that was all about. Not a um, defender. And it didn't help at all. Victor Lindelof made some good blocks in there. Like, I don't know. Let's talk Let's about... Let's talk about the penalty thing. Well, Let's also, too, Man United, they have no nine. They're playing Marcus Rashford down the middle, which is dumb because Marcus Rashford scored all 30 of his goals from the left side. They need a nine, and they decide to waste their money on a, a 20 year old who's who was injured, you spent 70 million dollars on someone who's injured who scored nine goals last year, as scored well. nine goals yeah. last year. But apparently, some other kid Excellent. from Arsenal scores 21 goals in the French yes. league. Sorry, my bad. Continue. Unbelievable. Let's talk about grinds my gears. <laughs> oh, no, you don't say. Uh, Andre Onana runs into Sasa Kalashik, nowhere near the ball, the ball, nowhere near. Uh, head forward, crashes into him while making himself. What minute was that? This is and the second minute of extra time, fifth minute of extra yeah, time. Yeah, it was. Um, well, yeah, because they were supposed to play this, seven minutes or whatever, and it, this it took, this, I think this took at the fifth minute or something like that. Well, according to this, uh, the VAR decision came down in the seventh minute of extra time that there, there was no go. penalty. Yeah. So. It had to be like the sixth minute because it wasn't that long of a VAR check. No. Uh, somehow it wasn't that long of a VAR check because uh, unfortunately. That's a penalty like a mug, dog. He didn't even, he never came close to playing the ball. He didn't play the ball. He, he's not allowed just to hit anybody just because he's a uh, goalkeeper. A goalkeeper. Sure, goalkeepers 
goalkeepers aren't are given a lot of space and stuff like that. They're giving a lot of leeway, but not for yeah. this. Not he just for ran this. into him. He just ran. He took out. Him. He took out a guy. Yeah. He took out a threat at goal. And Simon Hooper, in his friggin' bald-headed brilliance, uh, just lets him play. Uh, VAR, in their egg-headed brilliance, take a look at this thing and saying there's no clear and obvious error. What? Yeah, yeah they didn't even call the to the, they didn't even call him to well, the monitor. And on the American broadcast, um, Simon Huber starts walking to the sideline. So you're like, oh, he must have been called over. He didn't do the the box thing, but he must have been called over. No, he just was going over there to give Gary O'Neill a yellow card for his reaction to the fact that there should have been a penalty. Yeah, they wolves get, were robbed. They were robbed. Wolves were robbed. They were robbed. Uh, it's an, another embarrassment for the virtual assistant referee. Uh, it's another embarrassment for Simon Hooper, but there's so many. He, like he doesn't. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. Uh, it's. Like, Where's the uh, Polish ref when I need him? Oh my god, he does not ref in the Premier League. Yeah, you, they. He should. He should be. They should hire him. Well, they should hire anybody else but the English because they're terrible at refereeing. Yes. They are awful. Uh, the biggest league in the world with the with the most vile officiating in yeah. maybe any sport. And it's I'm not going to lie to you, man. I'm not going to lie to you. In the return match, in this match, I was a player and we're in the box. I'm straight elbowing Andre Onanana on the head. I'm sorry. I, I don't might care. Might as well take him out. I'm taking him out. I'm taking him out. He is I'm not, quite I'm a not large saying, man, though. So I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't care. Work. Large man goes down when he doesn't know a flying torpedo is going through his head. Wow. All right. Wow, Ferris. Incredible. Incredible. You just to take him out. Just You know what? Gary O'Neill should start somebody that he's okay with, you know. But then you're going to have to play the entire game with 10 minutes. So that is a problem. So you know what? Get a, get a lead. Get a lead. And then take him out at the end of the match. Very smart. What we have seen in this game today, though, Ferris, getting a lead for Wolves is going to be a problem this year. They have they to score. They have to actual score. Yeah, they have to actually put it in the net. But I'll say this, man. Like you know, I'm not. I'm not trying to advocate someone to injure Andre Onana. But if I, I was a Wolves player, I kind of am. If I was a Wolves player, Andre Onana is not surviving the return game. Incredible. Or and or or the next time we face you, let's say if it's in the FA Cup. With the Carabao Cup, if we do face him, he's not surviving the match. That's all I gotta say. Because that wow. was nonsense. That was not that what he did to that dude. That that's that's a fight. Yeah, that's I'm those, fighting those Andre that, on the pitch. Those things happen in football, but you know, usually the right call is made. That's a foul, it's a penalty, penalty kick to Wolves. Like these things happen. It's not Onana's fault that the referees failed Wolverhampton Wanderers. Well, no, it's not, it's not about the decision, Rob. It's about the action. He yeah, took my, my teammate out. It's the worst thing. It, it, it wasn't like it was a huge... He, he went into him and stuff like that. He, but he finished there's, there's, the there's, game. Yeah, yeah there's, oh, there's, there's worse yes. stuff oh, that did. happens. Okay, then, yeah. then, then disregard what I said. <laughs> there's, there's, <laughs> disregard there's, what I said. There, there are worse places that happen than that all the time. But, yeah, I've, but, seen, yeah. I've seen... I've seen... I've seen um, I remember during the World Cup in 2010 where Wesley Schneider cleated a man in the face. Oh my god! Uh, in in mid mid air, Rob, they jump, they jump, and the guy jumps straight up, and Wesley Snyder sticks his leg out and just cleats him in the chest and jaw. Oh, and exactly. and you, you know you know you know what happened to Wesley Snyder? No idea. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. 
nothing, nothing happened to Wesley Schneider. They didn't say they didn't even they didn't even blow the they blew the whistle and they're like, ah, oh, it's, it's a foul, it's whatever. It's like no, that's not a foul. He just committed. He, that's 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 attempted murder right there with them cleats. <laughs> like, Wesley Schneider's like, all right, I'm going back on defense. It happened against Chelsea a couple times last year too. Those things happen. Um, so yeah, I guess VAR did do the uh, traditional call to apologize to uh, Gary O'Neill, saying that uh, it should have been considered a, a foul and the uh, penalty should have been given. For as much as that is goddamn worth to anybody. Also, I hate when I th- they do that. Yes, yeah, I, I hate when they do that. Why bother saying? Oh anything? yeah, we 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 messed up. Like, yeah. I, I, like it's like when the NBA does their final two minute report and they say, "Oh yeah, the refs missed these three calls." Yeah. What does that? What does that do? What does that? What does that help me now? You know what it is. Game's prayers, over. It's thoughts and prayers. Thoughts it's it's prayers. it's thoughts that's what prayers. it is. It, that's what it is. Yeah. Like yeah, we we messed up. We're sorry. We screwed you. It's whatever. Gary O'Neill should have that yellow card rescinded by the league. That should, uh, that, should, it, that, that should definitely happen. happen. It, it's not gonna happen. It won't happen. Honestly, okay, man. Like, like okay, like the the yellow cards to the rat to the to the coaches. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen when like they score a goal and everyone jumps off the bench and there's like four coaches in in the box? You know like what happens? Are they going to give everybody yeah. like what's what's happening? Like are we going to see a coach suspended for yellow card accumulation this year? Is basically what I want to know. So you're going to got it. It'll happen. Yeah. It'll Jurgen happen. Klopp. Which 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 head coach? I'm going Jurgen Klopp. I'm going Klopp. I'm thinking it might be Arteta actually. You know what? That's you know what? Our, yes, true. Yeah, it is going to be Mikel. Who's the angriest? Who Mikel? It's it's not just about like um like being angry as well. It's just like showing Mikel's any a big emotion basically. Mikel's back. a bit condescending. You'll probably be condescending to these refs. Yeah, I could see it. I could see it. All yeah. right. Yeah, I think we're in agreement. Mikel Arteta is being sent up. Uh, Romeo Leva, sixty-four million dollars. <laughs> That's what they're saying. Sixty-four. But that you know what's crazy? Liverpool offered seventy-two. Yeah. Guess where he wants to play? That's insanity. Mm-hmm. Also, too, Barcelona the, is getting. Uh, also, Barcelona is getting the Joao's. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cancelo hmm. and Felix. Yep. It's well. It's what Felix wanted, and, and good for I'll him. I, 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 I think he played well for. I think he played well for Chelsea last year. Couldn't finish for shit, but he, he played well. I, I know this is a Premier League podcast, but that um, Hatafe versus Barcelona game. <laughs> that was some nonsense, man. <laughs> Xavi said it was an embarrassment to have people watch La Liga after that. <laughs> it was pure nonsense, Rob. I, I can tell you what happened. I'll tell you off screen what happened. It's a <laughs> podcast. Okay. Uh, but let's wrap it up. How we do? Well, you know what? Let's go way back. And we uh, had our buddy Trevor. And we uh, decided we're going to predict who wins uh, every match. Like we do every week. Uh, this one wasn't close uh let's see how much did Antilia had two three four five four Delia had five which is good five out of ten i had one two yes. three two three four five i had six pretty good that's a d the young man who got to stay up way past his bedtime to join <laughs> us on the show which is very nice with mom and dad got one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve points the only one he missed is that bastard pick Liverpool. That's the only one he missed. He's it, young Trevor he, cooking. He, he put he picked two draws. They both he came through. Draws. He, yeah. yeah, unbelievable that kid. Twelve. No, he's a witch. 
Yeah, he's a, he's a warlock <laughs> or something. Yeah, some kind of sorcerer. Uh, so we will predict this week with our pal affairs. First it's match. It's not going to be like Trevor. Yeah. Like Trevor. yeah. The, the bar is set this high, Bert. And you have to meet it. Uh, well, uh, starting the week, Friday, Forrest and Sheffield United. Uh, Forrest playing at home, and they do one thing. Uh, what do Forrest. you think? Forrest. I'm picking Forrest. Forrest. Yeah. Forrest wins at home, guys. This is what they do. Against Sheffield United, shouldn't be a problem, but we'll see. Uh, could be a good match here. Fulham and Brentford. Brentford. Um, it's at Fulham, but I yeah. think I'm oh, going to go Brentford. It's at the cottage. I'll go Brentford, though. Uh, yeah, I think Brentford as well. I don't think uh, Fulham proved anything except uh, that Everton can't score. Yeah, That's it. Okay. Very, very lucky. Very lucky to walk out of there with three points. Uh, Liverpool at home to Bournemouth. Liverpool. Liverpool. Everyone's in agreement there. Magic. Wolves get a chance to pick themselves up the ground, but they have to play Brighton at home. I think it's going to be really hard for them to pick themselves up after this game. Um, I'm going to go Brighton. Ferris, draw. draw. I'm going to say Brighton as well. Brighton can score, and it doesn't matter who it is. It's crazy. Another. Wait, wait. Brighton Brighton won 4-1, right? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know Brighton. Sorry. Okay, that's an easy enough fix. <laughs> uh, another interesting one: Advanted Tottenham Hotspurs Stadium. You got Spurs and Man United. I'm gonna go Spurs at home. Yeah, yeah. Spurs look better. James Madison is gonna. James Madison is gonna cook that midfield. I'm gonna say Spurs. this is a draw. I'm gonna take a draw. I hate them both. Okay. Uh, City and made the marquee matchup of maybe the early season in general. City and Newcastle at the Etihad. I'm gonna go draw. Ooh, okay. I'm gonna go draw too because Kevin De Bruyne missing. That's a big. That's a big key. It's big, but I still think City has the pieces. I'm gonna pick Man City. Uh, an embarrassed Aston Villa at home. Against a uh, Everton team that can't score goals. Uh, Villa. Yeah, Villa. I'm going to pick Villa as well. That's close to being a draw. Uh, West Ham at home to the best-looking bunch in English football, maybe history, Chelsea Football Club. I disagree with your assessment there, but Chelsea. Hmm. Doesn't sound like you disagree, Ferris. Thank you. Wow. Well, I'm going to say Chelsea. No problem. Yeah, I'm going to go Chelsea. Yeah, all right. We'll see if James Ward-Prowse can make a difference for them. But, uh, you know, he was on a team that was recently relegated. Uh, rounding out the week, only nine games, and we'll talk about the 10th one, or why the 10th one isn't happening in a minute. Uh, Palace versus your own favorite, Arsenal. 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 Uh, yeah, I think Arsenal's going to play, uh, win that one uh, probably easily as well. But let's talk about why Luton and Burnley aren't playing. And that's because little Luton's 10,000-seat stadium isn't finished yet. Um, yeah. The seats, I guess, are fine. Like, they have no problem with only 10,500 seats for some reason. 
but I guess everything for the media and everything else just is not up to par. So it looks like everything is going to get pushed now to the September 1st fixture against West Ham, and then they're going to have to fill in the rest after that. But uh, it'll be a, a few more weeks until we can see what the what was it was it called the Kings what is it the Killings Kenilworth 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 Road Stadium uh -huh. let's see how it looks like on a big stage gonna take a couple more weeks but there you go no Luton Burnley this week which would have been a barn burner for sure yeah probably not probably not but you know it's basically, it's like, a, it's basically a championship match that's right uh -huh. yeah didn't these guys play these guys are two teams that know each other. Uh, quite a bit, but now it's just getting pushed on to later in the season. But that's it for the show. We did it. And holy hell, that it went on for a while. Lots of time. Yeah. Right. That's fine. It's okay, Ferris. Yeah, that's good. Uh, lots to talk about this week. Hopefully, next week will be as interesting. There's uh, more news coming down the pike, but probably more signings. Uh, let's see if uh, anything happens with the. Uh, VAR after what happened today and stuff like that will be interesting. We'll watch for Simon Hooper news and VAR news in general. Uh, Has Ref ever been barred from calling doing games midway like at the beginning of the season? I'm not sure off the top of my head. I'm sure at some point I, I know that VAR guys lost their jobs last year, but uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure for, for an um, on-field ref, I'm not sure. Was it the Mark Clattenburg suspension thing mid-season when uh, that happened? Right. Yeah, but not right. Yeah, at the right. That wasn't necessarily about anything he was doing on the pitch, though. But Mark Kleinberg, was wasn't it the guy season. on the on the Fox broadcast? Yes, he's now a refereeing uh, expert, analysis expert for Fox. Doctor Mark Clinton? No, that's no, that's Doctor Joe Matchnick. That's the hmm. other guy. Uh, Mark Clattenburg's the English guy that does it. Why is he a doctor? Is he doctor in what? I don't know, Ferris. I'm a doctor. We'll I'm a doctor now too. What? Yeah, Snark says yep. he's a doctor now. Now I'm a doctor too. It's pretty good. Ferris, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Uh, where can people find you? Find me um, on this channel every Friday, 3 o'clock Pacific, 6 o'clock Eastern, Go Friends, Better Rivals, where we talk American football. Me and Caleb talk New York Giants, Dallas Cowboys, NFC East overall. There's that as well as on Fridays, 8 o'clock on our entertainment channel, me and Adelia have the open table. And um, this week we have a special guest in um, Jen Kemp and Andres Gallego. We'll be talking about, about their life, their you know engagement, movies, board games, Mario, moving the, moving the East Coast, all that jazz with them too. This Friday, me and Adelia, 8 o'clock Pacific, 11 o'clock Eastern, 10 o'clock <laughs> Central. Oh my Welcome God. to our, join our dinner party because you guys are invited. Yeah. Snark, where can people find you? You forgot 9 o'clock Mountain. That so is also very, it's also very important. Uh, you will find me very soon with my own medical practice. I have now a, uh, now a doctor. Please be as serious. Well. I will also be on. Uh, a new show with Ferris. We're going to be covering the show Winning Time. Season two has just started. We've uh, done a season one wrap up. We'll be doing episodes one and two of the show very shortly for this very channel. That's the Let's Get Ready Network. I'm not sure if this is on uh, the, if we're doing it on the highlights or if we're doing it on the it's entertainment, on the entertainment channel. channel. Well, there you go. So, yeah, we're bringing a little bit of the 
sports flavor to the entertainment channel. Um, also, uh, I've been, I will do things with the entertainment news break with everybody, Justin, but uh, on a bit of a hiatus because there's not much real news going on right now. Uh, hopefully very soon. Also, the rewatchers council with uh, Adelia and Ferris will be on there as well. We'll be uh, going through the Buffy the Vampire Slayer from episode one to 144. I can't wait for that. Uh, on top of that, I think that's about it. How about you, Adelia? Uh, you can find me uh, here every Tuesday, 3 p.m. Pacific, with Snark and occasionally guests like Ferris doing Starting Eleven. Um, season's back, you guys. Yep. It's exciting. I was so excited to watch Premier League football this, this weekend. Um, but until next time, you guys, we're out.